Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. I have a quick and potent episode for you today that I know will be exactly what you need to hear. But before we dive in on these reminders, you guys hear me say all the time, like, I I, I swear to you, I get asked this question all the time. Lorna, what do I do? Like, how? How do I stop binge eating? What do I do? to stop overeating? How do I stop my emotional eating? And I get it because I remember when I was on my journey back in 2019, all I wanted to know was the how. Like, just tell me what to do and I will do it. And I'm sure many of you guys are like that, especially my go-getters. Like, I'll do anything you tell me to do. I'm ready to heal my relationship with food. I'm ready to break the diet binge cycle. So just tell me what to do and I'm gonna do it. So I figured I should probably break this down for you because there's not just one tool that's going to be the same for everyone first and foremost, but also the tools that you need to use when you're binging and feeling out of control with food are very different than the tools that you need to use if you're not binging, but you're kind of overeating at the majority of your meals. And then there's also a new set of tools if you're more like emotionally eating and you're turning to food when you're bored and you're stressed. So I'm going to break this down for you in a free masterclass that's happening next week. And I'm going to share with you exactly what to do to become less impulsive with food and stop binging, how to stop overeating at the majority of your meals and how to stop turning to food when you know you're not hungry. So if you'd like to join me and you're like, heck yes, I need to be there. I want to know what to do. I will be giving you a ton of great nuggets inside of this masterclass. And yes, this one is free. So you can click the link down below in the show notes for all the details. It's happening next week on Tuesday, April 18th at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you cannot make it, that's totally fine. You can still register and you will get access to the replay as always. Of course, if you can join me, please join me. We have so much fun. But That's all for this little mini intro. We're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. All right. So today I want to talk to you guys about some five reminders that you might need today. Okay. I want to just lift up your spirits. I want to get, I want to just give you so much hope in healing your relationship with food, because I know when you're on this journey and you know, you're fighting your binge urges, you might have bad body image days, you want to have some hope, like you want to feel some type of hope that's really going to help you to move forward to make progress with your relationship with food. So I'm going to share five reminders for you today right now that 
I hope will be really helpful for you on your healing journey, just to remember at the back of your mind, um, that healing is absolutely possible. So the first reminder that I'm going to share with you today is you don't need my fitness pal. And I want to share this because I used to not trust myself. I'm like, I need to know how much I'm eating. I need to weigh my food. I need to track my food. I need to know the calories. I need to know the macros because I didn't have trust, right? Like I didn't know how much I should be eating on a regular basis. So I always relied on my fitness pal, but I promise you, you can trust yourself. I promise you that the way that you can actually start listening to your body is by tuning inwards and not letting external factors determine how much you eat or what you eat. You know your body best. You know your body best. Your body knows how much it should eat. Your body knows when you're hungry. Your body knows when it's full, but through years of dieting and just not listening to your body, this is when hunger and fullness cues become muted and they become blocked. And this is when you don't trust yourself. This is when you rely on, you know, my fitness pal to tell you how much to eat. But I promise you, you do not need to rely on my fitness pal. Okay. You have everything that you need within you to know how much you should be eating. Okay. Now, the second one that kind of goes with the first reminder is anybody can eat intuitively. And it's so funny because sometimes people will say to me, Lorna, but I can't eat intuitively. Like every time I just try to eat what I want, I eat chocolate and cookies and cakes and brownies all day. But the reality is, is I describe this as like a free for all. This is not actually intuitive eating. You were born an intuitive eater. You were born an intuitive eater. And sometimes people will say, I've never done intuitive eating before. Like, what is that? But you were an intuitive eater when you were younger. When you were a child, you ate normally. You ate when you were hungry. You stopped when you were full. And that's it. But then after years of dieting and, you know, relying on my fitness power, doing Weight Watchers or doing keto or going on these 21-day fix, you know, portion containers, it's like then you don't become an intuitive eater anymore. You stop listening to your body. And again, you rely on those external sources to tell you how much you should eat. And it's so funny because I used to do those 21 day fix portion containers. And if you guys have done them before, like <laughs> I was like, this is like, it's such a small portion. And when I would be hungry after that meal, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I stick to this plan? Like I'm so hungry. And I realized it's because those little containers weren't enough for my body. But oftentimes we don't trust our bodies. We trust other people to tell us how much we should eat. We trust other programs to tell us how much we should eat. But your body knows best and anybody can eat intuitively. Even if you've tried intuitive eating and you feel like, oh my gosh, it doesn't work for me. Maybe you haven't done it like, you know, in the right way where you were actually focusing on how you felt. Um, but the way that you get back to eating intuitively is by unlearning a lot of the BS rules that diet culture has now believed, now has made you believe to be true, okay? The third reminder that I want to say is people's comments 
about what you're eating or how much you're eating has nothing to do with you. I know it can be so triggering when somebody makes a comment of like, oh, you're eating again, or that's a lot of food, or you always eat sweets. Like all of these comments can be so triggering or even making comments about, you know, looks like you've gained weight or did you lose weight? Those can be really, really triggering comments. And what I've learned through healing myself and working with clients is comments have nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the person and their insecurities. When people are insecure, they, they project they project their insecurities onto you. And, you know, I link back to when I was struggling the most with my body image and my own relationship with food, unknowingly, like I didn't even realize that I was doing this, but I would make comments, you know, I would like say like, oh, like, why aren't you eating? Or like, I use this example a lot, but like, even when we would go to like my cottage or something like that. And my sister doesn't have as big as an appetite as me. I definitely eat more than my sister. And she would just not want to have like, let's say snacks. And we're like watching a movie and I'm like, but why? Like, you don't have to be hungry to have snacks. And I didn't even realize that that was my own projections. That was my own insecurities. I was triggered that she wasn't eating because I felt this sense of safety. Like if my sister is eating, well then awesome. Then like, it makes sense for me to eat, but I felt bad if I was the only one eating. So I would make comments like, Oh, come on, just have something like, you don't have to be hungry. Like it's fine. And I didn't realize at the time because I was struggling. I had my own insecurities. So I was making that comment because I was insecure about wanting a snack without her wanting a snack. And now I'm on the other side. And now I see that the reason I said that comment was because I'm insecure. So if anybody makes comments about what you're eating or how much you're eating, or even the way that your body looks, please know that it has nothing to do with you. And this does not take away the fact that the comment, it might hurt and you might feel sad. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to, you know, feel triggered. You're allowed to be upset, but don't give them your power. Don't give them your power when you receive a comment and it's not what you want to hear. And then you start restricting or you binge the next day or you take all day and you feel sad. You're giving your power to this person. You're giving your power away to this person. You need to take your power back, so to speak, and like step into that confident version of yourself and remind yourself that this comment has nothing to do with me and they're going through their own thing, right? Like they need, they need some healing and that's just the reality. Okay. People don't comment on things that they're secure about, right? Like people always make comments when they feel a lack of security in themselves. Okay. Now, number four, the fourth reminder that I want to share with you, if you are on your healing journey to a better relationship with food, I just want to remind you that healing takes time. It takes time to rewire your brain. It takes time to release limiting beliefs. It takes time to build up self-trust. It takes time to ditch the dieting mentality. It's going to take time. It's a process, right? So if you're like, but I'm not binge free yet. And it's been like a week or, but I'm still binging. And it's been like two weeks. 
Or I can't have trigger foods in the house because every time I bring them in the house, I binge on them and you've only tried like twice, like it's going to take time. So remind yourself to not give yourself a timeline. I talk about this a lot, but like timelines just create that pressure. So know that healing takes time, but you're going to get there. You're going to become binge free. You're going to have a healthy relationship with food. So don't stress yourself out. Don't put a timeline on it. When you're confident and you know that you're going to heal your relationship with food, you don't have to put a timeline because you're like, it's going to happen. Okay. So that's the the fourth reminder that I want to share with you. The fifth reminder that I want to share with you is you don't have to do this alone. I think back to my journey This was back in, you know, January of 2019, well, actually the end of 2018, I felt so lost and I'm like, I don't even know who to talk to about this. Like, is anyone going to understand me? Like, I'm so embarrassed about what I'm going through. I don't even know who to talk to. And I didn't know that there were like binge eating coaches out there to support me. And I'm here to tell you that support is available to you. You don't have to figure this out on your own. You don't have to you know, you don't have to feel ashamed. You don't have to feel embarrassed. There is like this huge relief that gets like lifted off of your shoulders. When you reach out to a coach who has been where you are right now, who has struggled with binge eating and is now on the other side to not only give you hope and reassurance, but also they're going to, they're going to understand exactly what you're going through. So there is no embarrassment. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. You're not talking to somebody who's never gone through this, right? Like when you speak to somebody and you're like nodding your head, you're like, okay, you finally understand me. There's so much reassurance in that. You don't have to do this alone. Help is available for you. And obviously you guys know, like, this is what I do. Like I am here to share with you this step-by-step process so that you can get to where I'm at right now. You don't have to do this alone. So those are the five reminders that I want to share with you. I'm going to um, say them again. Number one, you do not need my fitness pal. You can absolutely trust yourself without it. Number two, anyone can eat intuitively. You were born an intuitive eater. Number three, people's comments about what you're eating or how much you're eating has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their own insecurities. Number four, healing takes time. So don't put timelines on yourself. Just know that you're going to get there. And number five, you don't have to do this alone. You do not have to do this alone. And the thing is, if you've tried everything not to binge and you feel like, oh my gosh, I always fail. Whenever somebody tells me this, like Lorna, but I've tried everything. Like I've tried so many things to stop my binging or I've tried to just not do it. I always ask the person like, well, what exactly have you tried? Like, let's break down all the things that you've tried. Because for the majority of people, like if you're trying to distract yourself and just stay busy, that doesn't get rid of the urge to binge. So of course it's not going to work because that is not what's required to stop your binge eating. If you're trying, let's say intermittent fasting and you're like, well, I try to not eat past a certain time so that I don't binge at night. But that's actually intensifying your binge urges. If you're like trying to stick to macros, like I'm trying to stick to my plan so that I don't binge, but tracking your macros is actually creating pressure, 
what's causing you to feel more deprived and binging on all the foods that you can't have. Right. So it's like, when we, when we really ask ourselves, like I've tried so many different things, have you tried so many different things to lose weight or have you tried so many different things to stop your binge eating? Cause they're two different things. I tried so many different things. Like I've done meal plans. I've done macro counting, calorie counting, 21 day fix, intermittent fasting, keto, like whole 30. Like I've literally done so many different things. And I recognize that all of those things were focused on how can I lose weight? None of those things actually helped me have a better relationship with food. None of those things helped me to love the skin that I'm in. None of those things helped me ditch the dieting mentality. None of those things made me trust myself and get back in tune with my hunger and fullness cues. In fact, all of those things that I've tried actually did the complete opposite of what I was trying to do. I was trying to heal my relationship with food and all of those things maybe have a worse relationship with food. I was trying to listen to my body, but all of those things made me disconnected from my body and relying on meal plans or tracking or, um, you know, these points or, you know, how much I was eating versus listening to my body. So it's really just something to ask yourself, like, have you tried so many different things to lose weight that you're now burnt out and feel like nothing is going to work? Well, that's, that's weight loss. Healing your relationship with food requires different tools to rewire your brain and actually get to the root of your binge eating. So you no longer feel that urge and that impulse to binge and self-sabotage with food. So it might not be that you've tried everything. It might be that what you've tried is not the thing that you actually need to stop your binge eating. I remember back in January of 2019, I was so done with binging. I was so ready for a better relationship with food. And I reached out to a coach and I remember asking him like, is this going to be like intermittent fasting? Because I've tried that. And she's like, oh my gosh, like definitely not. Like, and now I recognize like, oh, okay. Like dieting and healing your relationship with food are two completely different things. And even if you've tried things to heal your relationship with food, like I've had clients come to me and they're like, I've tried Noom or I've seen a psychologist or I've been to therapy for like five years and I'm still struggling or I've seen a dietitian and they made me one of my clients that came to me and joined my academy. She's like, am I going to have to weigh my food? Am I going to have to take photos of everything that I'm eating? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, no, not at all. And she was like, okay, thank God. Because, you know, I went to this dietitian and they made me weigh out all my food and take photos of everything that I'm eating. And I'm like, and of course, you know, everybody has their own process. So I'm not like bashing anyone or anything like that, but I just want to remind you, like, even if you've tried therapy or a psychologist or whatever, there is, there is going to be something and somebody who gets you, you can't give up. I never gave up when I went to my doctor and he basically just brushed me off. I never gave up when I went to therapy and it didn't work for me. I never gave up when, you know, I tried all these different things and it didn't work. I didn't give up. I'm like, I'm going to stop my binge eating. So I'm going to go find somebody 
who has been where I was, who understands me. Like when I was watching this person and I was reading their posts, I'm like, she gets it. She gets it. And the clients that come to me are like, Lorna, I feel like you're literally speaking to me. So find yourself a solution. Find yourself somebody that gets you, that understands you. And I promise there's a solution out there for you. Does not matter how many things you've tried in the past. You cannot let your past define your future. You can't let what you've tried in the past give you evidence for why things aren't going to work. Maybe there's evidence for why things haven't worked in the past because it's not what you needed to heal your relationship with food. So that's what I want to say. So there's so much hope available for you guys. All of you guys can heal your relationship with food. And I, I, I'm pretty sure you can feel that. You can feel like my energy, you can feel my heart. And I hope this just gives you a sense of hope that doesn't matter how many things you've tried, there's a solution out there available for you. So thank you guys so much for being here. Take these five reminders to heart. Maybe you have one reminder every day. You just like repeat it to yourself um, or you have all five, write them on a sticky note or um, you're so welcome. You know, put reminders on your phone, like literally send yourself a text message or like put a reminder on your phone to like pop up on your phone. We all have our phone these days. Um, hi, Amanda. Um, so you know, put a reminder on your phone or put sticky notes, like really remind yourself the truth, you know, the truth. This is really, really important. So thank you guys so much for being here. Have such an incredible rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.